Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! We now join DJ Scoob in the next coaching of Deborah Newt, owner of Leap Life Coaching, already in progress. All right. Want it. So it's so great to actually talk with you again. It has been a little bit of time, but yeah. that's, you had a lot going on over the last couple of months. I've been watching you and your postings and things like that. Oh, thanks. I, yeah. I really like the way that you, um, you bring us along for the ride in your postings. Well, thank you. Because that really makes people feel like they're a part of your world. And that's kind of important. I, I agree. Sorry, I'm just having a bowl of tea. Yeah. I wanted a big, I didn't have a big enough cup. Um, well, I think that I'm trying to, I mean, I think it's my nature to want to share with people and, and really like genuinely want them to, especially when I've experienced something really positive, I want them to experience it too. Mm-hmm. So that really comes through in my posting. Um, but I'm also a little bit deliberately trying to create like a lifestyle look. Like I want people to, if I'm supposed to inspire people, I mean, I do think you have to lead by example, right? Right. So I don't think a coach has to have all their figured out, but I think that they have, you know, I would like people to look at me and say, look at Deb, you know, she's open about her mental health. She's open about this, that, but she's doing stuff. She went to Jordan. She went to Canada. She, um, you know, has this lifestyle that maybe somebody would like to attain. So I do also have that in mind. Good, good. That's actually great. You know, what's funny is when you say that, uh, I don't think you would have said that about yourself about six months ago. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) There's been such a shift in your mindset since we started that I've, I've been noticing more and more of lately. And even that just, even you just saying that, that particular sentence, like you should think, really go back and and re-listen to that. Just that one sentence, that first beginning sentence, because right. I don't think you would have said that sentence about yourself a while back. You've been, you would have been a little closed off, like I don't deserve this and that kind of thing. Now you're like, not only do I deserve this, but everybody that needs yeah. to see that they deserve this too. That that's so true. Or why would anybody um, envy? Not read the right word, but you know, envy my life. I mean, 
I've got this problem and that and this blockage and that. Whereas now there, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about some of my blockages, but um, yes, I definitely, I feel like I'm observing my life more from the outside now and, and seeing that like, holy, I have achieved things that I didn't think I could achieve. And I'm you know, sort of basking in the joy that I wanted to achieve by bringing those things into my life. So uh, it doesn't mean it's all roses, uh, of course. But um, yeah, it's, you're right. It's a, shift. it's a shift for sure. And And this goes right back into raising your awareness of love and abundance, that ceiling that we talked about in our very first uh, session. Yeah. And that... As you're raising that bar, as you're raising that roof, all these good things are coming into your life yeah. and they're raising that roof even more. Yes. Absolutely. And I've, I've seen that. Uh, I'll just tell you something that I'm struggling with. I actually had a, uh, I had a, I had a pretty rough summer. Um, it wasn't just, and I don't think I intentionally mentioned in our sessions, I think one time we had sort of screwed up the times and it was going to be seven. So that was, you know, um, but I really wasn't in the headspace. Uh, I just felt really overwhelmed toward probably like sort of June. I think that, you know, we had a lot of stuff to do with the podcast and I I was exhausted. I, I It had been a really busy winter, as usual. Just so much running around. So few times that I could just go sort of straight home after work and just relax. And I was really missing that. So you'd think, okay, great. Summer's coming. More relaxed schedule. Going to Canada. And it just got exacerbated. I've never been... I, I, I think I'm getting better. But to date, I haven't been very good with having too much free time so you see like it's it's like i don't want to be overwhelmed to the point of exhaustion but then when it stops abruptly i just really go take myself to task i'm like well what do you do now how do you prove worth now if you're not busy if you're not you know in grind mode how do you justify your existence and the thing is so this is such a you know built-in belief that we have that we have to be grinding all the time and maybe i should speak for myself but i think that a lot of people feel that way um and also i think that when when i have time off i i have more time with my thoughts and i have more time to listen to the negative thoughts um, so I had a, I had a rough summer. Also, it was like super hot and that sounds like an excuse, but it really was so debilitating. I just, I didn't feel like doing anything. Um, and then I went to Canada and it just, my anxiety went through the roof. Um, so that, I don't think it had anything to do with Canada per se, or my relatives or family or anything like that. It's just, I okay. I think that it was a whole bunch of things. Like, um, I think my menopause was in absolute. Like, my hormones were in absolute crisis mode. Um, I had left. I think going on hormones too long, and I think that it's hard for me. This is something that I realized, and I'm all about struggle as long as I can learn something from it, right? So, I think I did learn a few things this summer, and I think that. It's hard for me to be on all the time. And I think that 
Like when I go home for three weeks, I'm always with people, always. And these are people that I love. But regardless, it's hard for me to, I guess I'm so used to alone time, particularly now that I'm separated and I don't even have my daughter every day. I, you know, when I go home and I'm all of a sudden, I feel like I sort of have to chat all the time. Again, I don't want anybody in my family. This is nothing to do with them. I just found it really hard to not have that like mental downtime. Um, and so I just had, I had horrible brain fog and it took me about two weeks to kind of relax and, and get back in and, and sort of like, actually enjoy being on vacation i have a very hard time being on vacation always like when i was younger i would always get sick during the holidays i would go 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 during the school year wouldn't let myself get sick kind of thing of course i didn't do it intentionally uh and then as soon as the like the pace slowed down I, i got sick i got exhausted i got depressed um so i think that so I'm not sure if that still happens to me or if I've somewhere in my subconscious, like if I have a fear of holidays, because that's what holidays were always about for me. Right. So I'm not sure. Sorry. I'm not fidgety. I just really need that fan on me. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but here's another thing. So I, um, I had started going on my hormones a few weeks as I could feel it coming on before I went to Canada. And within about, um, yeah, sorry, maybe a month or so. It really doesn't matter. I felt like they did sort of start to kick in uh, when I was there. So I've been on them for like just over three months now. And I definitely think they're helping, like regulating mm-hmm. hormones, no, not as many hot flashes. But here's something that's blowing my mind. So I've told you about this brain fog and how it's particularly on the left side of my head. And I just feel this like buzzing and this fullness. And it's like, I, I even went to a neurologist thinking that maybe it's a migraine, not necessarily pain, but just like feeling like my head's in a clam. Yeah. And um, I, I just, was it last weekend or two weeks ago? I started to realize that my sinuses were really full. And then just last weekend, I was like, oh, oh my God, my, my head's going to explode. Like, this is just insane. Right. So I went to my nose, ears, and throat specialist this Monday. And he said, well, you have a sinus infection. And so I started antibiotics. And as I feel like all of this stuff, like drain, I'm wondering if that is behind the brain fog. Like, I really feel like I might have chronic sinusitis. I really feel full on the left side of my head. Because nobody can ever explain to me, why was it more on the left side of your head? I had that operation, which removed some blockages from my left nostril. And I'm wondering if maybe, you know, those blockages sort of let, are sort of letting, like, removing those are letting things flow now. So I'm actually really, I have really, I feel really foggy right now. Um, But I feel super optimistic because I'm like, what if I have finally figured out what's causing this like turmoil on the left side of my head? Is it, so, is it like you, you, 
From when you started to now, have you felt a difference? I mean, have you felt any relief between now and uh, and before? I, um, I'm still pretty full, so no. But I feel like, like, well, it's hard to explain. But when I feel like the stuff draining out of my head, I, I, I do feel relief, and then it like sort of fills up again. And I just think it's this process of like draining. Um, so I haven't felt any like long term relief. But I've only been on the antibiotics for like six days. I'm supposed to be on them for 12. Yeah. Um, And then I think we might do a head scan if I'm not feeling like much, much better when I go see him next week. Um, We'll do a head scan because, you know, inflammation can cause brain fog. The first thing I Google and and the other thing is I sometimes feel dizzy. And now I can really feel um, like that, like one of my ears is clogged so that, you know, I think. It just makes me feel dizzy, right? I don't, I don't feel like hear the same out of both ears. And so I'm just like super optimistic that maybe this is finally some sort of explanation for, you know, what's been going on. Because that's the other thing that I, maybe I've even said to you, I'm not sure that I often got this brain fog when, and I always thought it was anxiety just because I am prone to anxiety, but I, I didn't necessarily feel anxious. I was like, why would this come on now? I don't feel um, well on in my life that would stress me out. So it could just be like a sensitivity in my sinuses or or something. Yeah, and you did mention that in my in the last session that we talked about was the brain fog being on the left hand side. Right. Um, I'm glad you're actually finding even just a physical way of to take care of it. Keep me posted on that because I want to I want to hear you know if that's working for you or not. You know because you know I'm, you're my friend. I want I'm kind of concerned about you. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the good thing is you're on the right track and things are happening for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason why it's happening this way. And it's just, we won't know what it is until we get to the end of it. That's kind of the thing. So, but keep, you know, keep up on that. Keep me posted on that. I appreciate that. Thank you. I will. And I'm just, as I said, I'm like super optimistic because when I, when I started to feel better in Canada, I, I, this whole trip to Jordan um, was very last minute. And I sort of said to myself, when I get back from Canada, I'm just going to sort of see, because it was, I was supposed to be leaving a few days later, but I hadn't booked a ticket or anything like that. And, um, I felt really clear and optimistic. And as I said, you know, clear headed, confident. So I'm not really sure why it goes in waves like that. So I went to Jordan and of course, and I was for about a month. I was just, yes, this is me. This, like this optimism, this feeling like I just like the world is my oyster. I've got so many opportunities, so many things to look forward to. And then energy and all that stuff. And then as soon as the brain fog sets in, I immediately start the downward spiral. Spiral. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to be a coach if I don't have a clear head? How am I? It just brings me down. It really brings me down. Um. So... And that's sort of where I am right now. Like I'm much better at managing. You know, I still I still do stuff. Um, I get stuff done. I just don't enjoy it as much because I don't have as clear of a head. Um, so yeah, I. So on the one hand, I'm optimistic that maybe I finally my finger on at least a contributor to to what's going on. Um, but it's really frustrating being in it. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I will definitely keep you posted and. Uh, and I'm going to insist, like, if I don't feel really good by the time I go see him next week, I'm going to insist on getting an MRI and um, just really see what's going on in my head. Okay. 
That's probably a good oh, idea. And even my yeah, like I just sorry, I keep flicking my hair because I'm just so hot. Um, even my vision is a bit blurry, like on the the left. Like I just feel like I feel like there's this clogged area where you know there are the nerves of my teeth and everybody's teeth. You know they they go right up to your sinuses. Right. So I've had teeth sensitivities. I feel like my optic nerve is being pressed by this. Well, anyway, I just, I hope it's a physical issue and not a psychological. I really don't feel like it's a psychological one. You know, and you know what I was thinking about too is, you know how a lot of times you'll have like, oh, I'm going to kind of turn this into kind of a physical thing. Have you ever noticed that if you have a weight in your hand and you have it in your hand for a really long time, but right. once you drop that weight, you feel like you're a lot more free in this hand. It feels like lighter even or something like that. I think yeah. that's what's happening with you. Right. You're having this pressure and things are going on. But now that things are starting to lighten up a little bit and you're fighting the physical weights, once that actually all goes away, you're going to go a million miles an hour. God, you know, from your mouth to God's ears, I, I, I think it's time. And, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I just... I even, I mean, I'm a spiritual person anyway, but I was, I just sat down this summer and I just prayed. I was like, please, whatever God means to you or anyone, I need this to stop. Like, this is not, I don't know what I was supposed to learn from this. Um, I'm open to learning. Maybe it was supposed to just delay me for, you know, in pursuing my goals. Absolutely fine. God knows better than I do. Um, but I'm really ready for this to end. I need your help, God. I need, I really don't want to suffer winters anymore. Please tell me what I can do. Um, and you know, that was just like an extra, like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That, uh, I I guess it's like, it was me surrendering was like, I'm just, I am so done with this brain fog. Um, I understand when I was going through, you know, my separation, when I was going through the criminal case, I, I understand being foggy because that's just full on anxiety. But now it's like there is I have no room in my life for this. It needs to go. So. So right. that's a good thing for me, you know, to at least feel like I have some sort of power to say I like. Months ago, years ago, and you know this. I would have been more in a mindset of, oh, you see, I can never be happy. I got, I got out of the marriage. I got done with the criminal case, but now I have this effing brain fog. And you see, it's one thing after the other. You see how I was never supposed to achieve my goals. You see how misery is for me and not happiness. But now I don't feel that way. I did this summer. Now I'm like, no, this is, we are pursuing this until it's gone because I have to do. It's like, this is just one more thing to push you along uh-huh. to prove to yourself that you can get over this, this hurdle and this, and still be able to, oh, to do what you want to do. Yes. Because once you get over a certain amount of hurdles, once you get over a certain amount of time, that's when you're going to take off. Yeah. And I, I already feel that happening for you. I really feel this is probably the one last thing that you have to go through to finally be able to be fully yourself, but you have to go through these experiences first. It's kind of like, this is this is the price we pay to be who we are. Right. I mean, and yes. instead of thinking it like I'm never going to accomplish anything, think of it like this is this is what I have to go through to become who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You know, yep. yeah, it, it's a horrible price. We all pay a horrible price in one way, shape or form when we're going through this. How, and I said this in our last session too, it's how we take these things into ourselves and, and move them into something that's forward, that's positive, you that's know, right. instead of just kind of laying down and say, okay, I'm never going to get over this, get over this. Why are we going to go over this? How are we going to get over this? And what kind of person am I going to be after mm-hmm. I get to the other side of this? That's what we need to think about. That's exactly it. And I think that um, what part of this test is about is, like, I think that when I used to get it in the past, I would avoid maybe going out or avoid posting or avoid this or avoid that. And now I don't let it have that kind of power over me. I might rest a little bit more, but I'm like, I, you know, I'm still on this call with you, um, doing various things. And at the end of those things, I'm recording my podcasts um, and working and all that stuff. And I think that I'm proving to myself by doing that. And you see, okay, it wasn't super comfortable for you, but you still nailed it. So, you know, nothing can sort of keep you down kind of thing. All right. But I would be much happier if I didn't have it. <laughs> well, of course. But, you know, there's going to be a point where you don't. And then yeah. we're going to see how, what what Deb does from there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So uh, I wanted to um, go over a couple small things from our last session over into this session to see any if, you know, if there's been any progress since then and that kind of thing. So one of the things we talked about was and we kind of touched a little bit on already is um, your scheduling and self-scheduling to be able to accomplish things. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Have we done any work on that at all? I have, to be honest. And um, I'm glad that you you brought that up because sometimes I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. And then when you sort of put it like that, I'm like, hey, I actually have been working on that. So, yay. Um, what I'm, I think, I guess I'm doing two things. Um. I have a tendency or had a tendency to get very overwhelmed, like to wake up in the morning and just not saying I have to do this, this, and this today. Just like, yeah, like I can't, like, I can't see the forest with the trees. Like I just, all I know is that I'm overwhelmed. Um, and now I, I'm, I've been working on it for a few months and I'm getting much better at saying no today. You, you, whatever you have these 10 things to do today. All you have to do are this, this, and this three things. The other things can wait until tomorrow or next week. And that, you know, that doesn't have to be paid until I don't know when. So I'm, I am breaking my, my overwhelm down into smaller, more manageable chunks. Um, so that gives me, it, it makes me feel like I can actually start because when you're over, when I get overwhelmed, I'm like, well, uh, I'm paralyzed. I can't even start doing anything. Whereas when I break it down, I'm like, okay, this is kind of probably doable. Um, so I, I start and I, I do the three things or whatever it is. And then, and then I have the extra bonus of being able to at the end of it say, you see, you accomplished your goals. So I can give myself like, I can congratulate myself too. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better at, like, this might not, no, I don't want to give that example. Um, I'm getting better at saying no to other things. Yay. That's a big one. It's a big one. one, Yeah. Yeah. I really weigh, like, okay, which is more important. And I mean, 
genuinely important, not what's going to make me feel like an amazing grinder. Like, what do I, what do I genuinely want to get done for myself today or tomorrow? And I'd schedule around that and I allocate time for that. And, and I'm also observing, I'm not perfect at all this, but I'm also observing how much time I waste, which is, you know, probably not a lot, but even, even an hour a day is a lot. I mean, I can get a lot done in an hour a day. Um, you know, it might be scrolling on my phone or that's sort of the only example. It's like, okay, it would be more productive to even sleep and get some rest than to just mindlessly be on my phone. I'm not, I mean, you know, a little bit of scrolling, everybody does it, no big deal. But I've caught myself doing it quite a few times. And I'm thinking that there's something behind that. There's some, that means something. I'm avoiding doing something or I'm looking for something. I'm scrolling. What am I looking for? Some sort of validation. Did somebody like my post? You know, and I, I'd rather, like, I find that a little bit like passive activity. I, I'd rather be doing active things. Does that make sense? I don't know if I explained that very well. No, no, it makes perfect sense because I mean, before I started everything, when I scrolled, I just scrolled. I have no idea right. to look for. I just want something to entertain me. Exactly. Something something to get me to laugh or something to get me to think or something like that. It's not anything that I really want. Right. It's just something I'm looking for. Self-validation is a big one, too. A lot of people look for, just like you're saying, you know, looking for that like or looking for that right. repost or whatever. Um. Now, now what I do is when I do find myself scrolling like that, instead of just scrolling, mm-hmm. I will actually respond to other people. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and I start liking and commenting on other people's stuff. Uh, the right. reason I want to do that now more than anything is because the algorithm will pick me up doing that and start sending right. out more of my stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I learned that recently as part of the algorithm is, is being social on the social media, which means you liking, right. you reposting other people's stuff and, and things of that nature. Right. So instead yes. of just scrolling mindlessly, I'll look for a reason to post, to, re- to repost or I'll look for a reason to respond to something. I look for an actual reason to like something, not just like everything, because, you know, that's right. what it is. The algorithm will pick that up and start pushing your stuff up more because it's realizing that you're you're participating in things. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, that's so true. So if exactly. you do find yourself if you do find yourself scrolling, do it with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just mindless, you know. But okay. okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I think that I am I'm getting better at breaking my time down into chunks, manageable chunks that I can achieve. As I said, uh, noticing where I'm wasting time and I'm I'm saying no, I'm setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what it comes to. Okay. Um, I'm trying to start things a little bit earlier before I get overwhelmed. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what good. I've done. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's all positive things. Mm-hmm. So you know, keep keep going on that. You're going to start falling into your groove. I mean, mm-hmm. just keep working on that and you'll, and, and prioritizing yourself 
to the things that you know have to be now do now and then things that aren't like necessary right now push them off to something you know you can handle a little bit later that's a great idea you You know that's really important because if you get overwhelmed like that you're going to just go into paralysis just like you were talking about where you just don't want to do anything because you have 10 things you want to do and i find myself doing that sometimes too and Mm -hmm. so it's not just you (laughs) so um, but yeah so you're you're on the right track there Uh, i'd like to know also um how you've been improving on your self-talk because that's something we talked about uh on the last session too okay i again i i have improved like just being gracious with myself like even just having this um sinus infection you know, just sort of sitting and, and relaxing, even just like my face muscles and my, my head muscles and everything. Um, I might do that now that I've, since I've been diagnosed with this, you know, half an hour or so a day. And instead of being like, oh my God, you're just wasting time. You know, you should be doing this. I'm like, this is my health. Mm-hmm. This is, I deserve to prioritize my health over anything else. Um, so I think I'm just being more gracious with myself. I'm prioritizing myself. Um, uh, I mean, I do. I don't know. I, I feel like I talk pretty positively to myself. Um, but I do. I'm. I'm. I've got a girl on board helping me a little bit with marketing because I don't know much about marketing, and this is specifically the coaching for my the business that you're helping me launch and. Um, so just, you know, she has me looking at sort of potential competitors. And so I'm looking at all these coaching sites and trying to figure out, you know, what I like, what I don't like, what I want to use. And I, I did find myself, I did that a lot this weekend. And I was like, oh, my God, there are so many coaches out there. Like, who the hell am I? You know, like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, why is someone going to come to me for coaching? There are so many coaches out there. They are probably so much better than I am. So much more experienced, this, that. So I did, yeah, my self-talk wasn't great. Uh, but but then I, you know, again, even just this morning, I was like, there are at least 50 people out there, Deb, in this world who need your services, your specific services from you. Yes. You and I, for instance, you know, we could be offering the same packages, but somebody is going to jibe better with you and your chemistry someone's going to jive better with my me and my chemistry so i i believe you know i just i sort of convinced myself that no i mean i do have to be good at what i do but there's absolutely space in the coaching world for for me well you have you have one resource that nobody else has what you (laughs) right and that's going to be the thing that drives people to you mm-hmm. is you. Yeah. And that's I, one thing. That's one thing I've always kind of thought about too, when I see things like that. Yeah. Everybody has their own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's all these great coaches out there, but you're you. And that's going to that's be right. the one resource that you have. that Nobody else will ever have. Right. So yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with looking at other people's stuff and that kind of aspect. But at the same time, Oh, did I lose you? No. Okay, there we go. Did I? Okay. No, I, no, you're back. Okay. But 
but you know, keep in the back of your head too. I, I'll use this for inspiration, but I'm not going to compare myself to these people. That's, that's right. Me, people mm-hmm. Right. So exactly. you know, keep that in mind when you're, there's nothing wrong with looking at other people's stuff. I actually do that every once in a while if I have the time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, just be careful about that. You don't need, you didn't need to go in imposter syndrome. You need to go to in a search and you got to remember yeah. yourself. We're, we're researching. We're not comparing. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, there, you have like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like if you see, if somebody does something, they have an approach that you like, do it. You, you know, like it's not stealing. You just like, it's, I mean, I wouldn't steal someone's program, let's say, or a specific package. But for instance, I'm noticing that some sites, this is just one example, are very wordy. I don't know if I have a particularly short attention span or everybody has a short attention span, but I was like, one thing I know that I don't want to do is have a lot of words in my website. Like I need bullet points, you know, quick, easy. So it's figuring out what I want and what I don't want, you know, and it'll still be my material, but just, or, or, you know, some of them, this isn't a criticism, everybody's different. Some of them are really like, go-getters and like, um, you know, you're, we're going to create this bulletproof, this and this, this. And I'm like, this is not me. That's fantastic. It's just not me. I'm a softer person and I, therefore I will attract softer people and that's okay. Sometimes it's good to look at these things and know what not to do. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, and you're right. I mean, look at these things as if you were your own client. Look at it as your avatar and say, if, if I, if I was my own client, would I look at this and be attracted to it? No, it's too wordy. No, it's it's way too exciting or it's whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So would I be attracted to that? No, which probably means my client wouldn't be attracted to that. So I want to do something a little different than those. So yeah, you're on the right track on that. So keep that up. Thank you. Yeah, I think it was a good move. All right. So uh, one other thing I want to touch on real quick before I get into something else is your questionnaire. (laughs) So I would like to know how you've been doing on your questionnaire. You're shaking your head. So you're you're scaring me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that... So I couldn't, like, I think I said it to three or four people that I was quite optimistic would be interested in filling it out and having a little bit of feedback on it. Nobody was interested. They said they would, but then they never got back to me and, and I didn't want to push. And then so I posted something in the beginning of September, end of August or something where I said, um, you know, if you're anything like me, September is like a time for new beginnings and new goals and stuff like that. If anybody, you know, feels the same way and and needs a hand, I have this questionnaire. DM me if you're interested. And I coupled it with, I think, a half an hour free, um, like, consultation on the questionnaire. And then they could decide if they wanted to keep working with me or not. Um, no bites, Facebook and, and Instagram. So now that I'm researching other coaches what i'm thinking is that they all give away freebies like there's any group you join or any yeah anytime you approach a coach on facebook or whatever they're like do you want me to send you this free you know self-improvement journal that i've come everybody gives away a freebie so i'm thinking that that might be my freebie 
my point is that I don't think it went to waste. No, and actually, that's what I was hoping you'd come up with is it would actually be your freebie. Oh, um, yeah. So I would definitely use that as your what I call a lead magnet mm-hmm. is to get people's information, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, it's going to give you the information you need to coach them properly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it, you'll get a chance to get an email from them to put them on an email list. Exactly. So um, keep pushing it. I think right. you keep pushing it instead of just posting it once, post it like two or three times a week. Um, mm-hmm. If you can't, I mean, make sure you work it into your schedule that way. And right. uh, I know you went on a couple of podcasts. Uh, the last time we yeah. talked, you said you, you were get, you were guesting on another podcast. Did you get an opportunity to do that? I did. I I was disappointed. Actually, this guy has like, I don't know. 190,000 followers on on Instagram. So I was really excited about, you know, getting, um, like, reaching an audience of that size. And he had said that one of the other women that he interviewed for his podcast had, you know, received DMs asking her to speak and, and appear on other podcasts. And I was like, wow, like, even if I get two or three bites, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we recorded. He lost the recording fine uh not fine i was a little bit dismayed but i ended up recording again we recorded it we released he released it and he i was wondering why he wasn't promoting it on instagram i mean he did a little bit like one or two posts but i know that with his previous guests he had done quite a bit of promotion and i said like what's going on he said every time i try to post something and tag you because I am trying to promote it. It says that you're like, um, what was it? Like I'm, a, I'm a for profit profile or a commercial profile or something. And it won't let me tag you or something like that. So we tried all these different things. It didn't work. I posted a little bit. I don't think he was purposely not trying to post about it, but I do think that where there's a will, there's a way. Like, I think that he could have figured out some way to pose. I was like, just don't tag me. Just, I'll find it. I follow you. I'll see it. Just let mm-hmm. other people, I don't need to see it. Everybody else needs to see it and listen to the episode. And people have listened to the episode. I mean, he told me that. I can't remember how many, but it, it had been heard by quite a few people, but nobody contacted me. Um, again, nothing is a waste. Um, and the thing is that when I do get my website up and running, you know, I'll be able to post links to, these various interviews. So that's content, right? So I don't consider any of it a waste, but yeah. So the answer is yes, I did do it. And no, it did not yield any sort of business value for me. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So um, I'm sorry that happened that way. Yeah. It's but let's not let that get us down. No. Right. Well, well we, I think you should continue on trying to get on other podcasts. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That's definitely going to be a, uh, like when I, like I said before, it's probably going to be your biggest push, even though you didn't get much out of this particular podcast, even though he had a, quite a following, um, mm-hmm. I really feel just, just keep pushing. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, promote, promote the, um, episode in your links, uh, promote it in your, that whatever you need to do, but. Uh, keep looking. I think you, at this particular point, this was just a an experience thing where 
hey, I got to do this. This is how it works. Okay, now I'm ready for the next one. Exactly. And I think that, you know, the more, like, I really don't think that anything goes to waste. Like telling my story, telling my, this is something else that I've been thinking as I've been going over people's websites and stuff. Like, I think that you said this is one of the first things you said to me, that I have crazy relatability. Like mm. I've just been so much that there are people, um, one of my advantages is that people will be able to relate. People know that I've walked the walk. Like, there's no question that, like, I'm definitely not an academic. I don't know this stuff from academia, from books. I know this from implemented it in my life. Um, so again, I'm, you know, some of the, the sites I'm visiting are like not relatable at all. They don't give, show any sort of vulnerability. Like I've been there too, you know, let's work together and, and stuff like that. Um, no idea why. I would t- oh, I know. So I think that I think that like any opportunity I have to keep telling my stories and getting sort of a relatable profile out there is a good thing. Right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep, I mean, just keep pushing. Just keep doing it. That's what you just get, get over those hurdles as they come and then use it all as experience to get to the next level. And you're doing the right thing. Thank you. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. All right. So w- what I'd like to talk about now is what your next, your plans are for the next uh, things you want to work on. I mean, what do you want to work on right now? What are your goals for the next couple, say month or so? Month or so. Okay. Uh, firstly, parenthesis. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to text you, but I didn't. I the bottling agency has contacted me three times. Really? Until, yes. Uh, like July and then August and then September. And I guess what happens is that they they say to their client, you know, we've got this 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 model, and so they they say to me, can we put your name forward? And I say yes. Yeah. And and then they put me and whoever else to you know forward to the the client and the client chooses. So so far I haven't been chosen, um, but I was real. Remember I thought that I had burnt that bridge because I had I have an issue invoicing. Um, what I said to them is that you know if a job comes up, I will figure out how to invoice it. Like I will sort of I think at the end of the year when I when we close our fiscal year, I'll declare myself differently to the revenue office and I'll be able to, to issue invoices. But my point is that I just got really, I was just super happy that they're still considering me and that they still see that potential. Um, when I said, um, I said, you know, if you feel like I need to take new pictures, if you feel like my pictures aren't for whatever reason, um, being liked by the clients, I'm totally open for that. They're like, no, it's, it's not that at all. This is just the way it goes. Like, this is what everybody does. You know, this is how it is for everybody. And one day, you know, somebody will want you. So that's so good. Yeah. That was one of the things that, that when you said you burnt that bridge, I was like, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, <laughs> I didn't I know. want to, I didn't want to counter because you were kind of in a, a, in a soft seat at that point. So I didn't really want to, you know, dig, dig deep into it. Yeah. But that's good. I'm glad you're still yeah. kind of in that game. That's really, really good because you were really passionate about that when we talked about it. Yeah, I just I want to see what it's like. I mean, I might do it once. I think it's the most horrible thing I've ever done, but I really want, I've got that bee in my bonnet. I'm like, no, I really want to um, see if this can be not necessarily a career, but just like, I mean, as you know, um, like, what are my goals, right? 
this ties into your question. Like I want to be, I have like short-term goals and long-term goals. So I know that my income right now is not enough. I want, I need to find ways to supplement my income. So the modeling is that sort of short-term thing. Like it's just ways that I can get a couple hundred dollars here and there to something that I think I would find enjoyable and supplement my income. So fantastic. Win-win. Um, and then uh, building my coaching business too. And then the long-term goal is to like stay in my current job and coaching modeling as well. But within the next two years, I'm not saying waiting two years, but like within the next two years, be able to leave my job and have a full time online coaching business that supports me even better than my job does now. And what is key for me is being geographically independent. And that's the online part. Like I want to be able to be in Greece when I need to be in Greece, be in Canada when I need to be in Canada, go to Jordan when I need to go to Jordan, come visit you when I need to visit you. Like I just, so my goals are to make, to earn more. I have some numbers in mind um, annually and to be geographically independent. Those are my two ultimate goals for the next two years. Okay. Um, yeah. Real quick. I want to, I want to point just kind of hit on something here real quick. Uh, you, you say these goals and I'm glad mm-hmm. you have these goals in your head. Mm-hmm. Do you have them anywhere written out where you could see them on a daily basis? Um, no, but I know it. I know. I, have, I know, I you, know. I, 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 I know you know, <laughs> no, hold me to it. Yeah. Please, because. I, yeah. I, I I get that you know, and it's in your head, and it's one hundred percent. I understand, but it's not real until you write it down and put it somewhere where you see it day to day. Absolutely. So I don't know if you saw my post or not, but I posted with a a piece of paper on my wall saying I'm going to quit both jobs by January first, twenty twenty five. Oh. And I have that right above my bed. So when I wake up in the morning, mm. the first thing I see is mm. that. Okay. Yeah. So I right when I open my eyes in the morning, I know what my goal is. It's the first thing that's in my head. Right. Yeah. So and it's not real until you set a date. You could say it's two years from now, mm-hmm. but you gotta mm-hmm. set that actual date. And that's why I put January first of twenty twenty five. I've given myself a little more than a year mm-hmm. to put both of my full time jobs aside and and help people like you. Okay. Perfect. So yeah. I would suggest doing that. Now, you don't necessarily have to put it next to your bed like I did, but you know, put it somewhere where you know you're going to see it on a daily basis and put an actual date on it. Okay. Um, I want you to hold me accountable for doing that. Okay. Like it, it's one thing for you to say, I would suggest that you do it because you're a nice guy and that's the way you talk. But I also need to... I need a little bit of a, a like a, a fire started under my butt sometimes. Um, so will you be the fire under my butt, Jesse? That's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. That, that absolutely. Good, uh, yeah, that was a good uh, a little promo clip. You can there you go. Me. I'll make sure to yeah, I'll make sure to clip that out. Okay. 
<laughs> the fire under my butt. This is yes. the first note I'm taking today. So I right. need so my goals visible daily. Have a, have a date. Oh, yeah, and have a date. Yeah, like I can I can tell yeah. you. Um it would be 30th of June. What is it? 23, 24, 24, 25. So 25. 25 is going to be a big year for us, Jesse. Oh, yours, yours is in June too? June. Yeah, yours is in January in though. January. Yeah. I'll do mine, then you, and I'll help you do yours after. Thank you. Expensive. Okay. All right. Um, and something else. I um, Vision boards have always worked for me. Always. Anything I write down and study every day works for me. Um, and I even like, I, I don't really have a lot of magazines and I'm not, I don't really like online stuff. Uh, I'm still like a paper person. So I actually took the time. My mom has tons of magazines. When I went home, I like, ripped up all her magazines with her permission, of course. I brought home with me a whole stack of pictures that me- meant things to me, whether it was about, um, you know, increasing my income, money, whether it was about like sort of the, 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 the aesthetic I want my life to have. Uh, anyway, so I've got all those cuttings. I just haven't sat down. I've been home for over a month. Right. Yeah. Um, I also want you to be a fire under my butt to make my vision boards for the next time we talk. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. Okay. I'm, I'm going to help you with that. Okay. I want you, when you read one of those, and I want one read at least once a week, mm-hmm. text me the text me. Um, what you read and learned about. What? Well, these are vision boards, so I would have to make like a collage with my yeah, images. I get that, but it, oh. the, the idea here is for you to actually, instead of waiting a month to start reading out, this oh, gives okay. you a set time that you you sit down and actually read one and then regurgitate the information to me so it sets in your mind better. Okie dokie. So once a week for the next month, mm-hmm. I need tell you sort of what i've done on my vision boards what i'm saying what i'm what you actually tell me about the article that you put in the vision board okay mm-hmm. and tell me that you actually started making the collage thank you and okay. if i don't if i don't hear you from you by friday that i'm gonna text you and say hey hello you know so yeah. yes <laughs> yes i i respond well to um Brent's. Brett's okay. Well, um, okay. Yeah, don't be too nice to me. Oh, yeah, okay. Weekly updates, vision board. Okay, perfect. Something else. I know that we're not, I'm not exactly answering your question, but just a few things are coming up. Um, I told you that I've got four or five small assignments still to do to get my coaching certificate coaching certification right now i don't think that having the certification is the be all or end all but i do think it's a shame like i got this far i should get that piece of paper yes so i was also going to ask if you could hold me accountable for for doing those assignments which really isn't easy because they're easy no the assignments themselves aren't easy but when you've got a podcast and and you know it's just like my free time i don't have a lot of free time so i feel like if i don't if i'm not accountable to somebody I won't do it. Okay. So. so when it comes to this, and I've actually started doing this too, is 
on a daily basis at a specific time of day, spend 15 minutes doing something that goes towards one of these things, mm-hmm. even if it's only 15 minutes. And then what you want to do when you actually sit down with that, with those 15 minutes, set a timer for yourself for 15 minutes. So you know when to start and stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when that timer goes off, if you feel like you can continue, mm-hmm. you continue. But if that alarm goes off and you don't feel you can continue, then you have permission to stop. Okay. All right. Because okay. a lot of times you'll keep going and then, the, then you're like, oh, I got to keep going because I have to do this. I have to do this. The alarm gives you that permission to stop because you've taken your 15 minutes to do whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Okay. Thank okay. you. Yeah. I think I've heard of that method. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, and, and I'm going to say that my ultimate goal is by Christmas to have them all done and submit submitted. Okay. By uh, Christmas, you want to basically have your certificate. Yes. Okay. Yes. God help me. Okay. Uh, so we're, 20. that's what we're going to do then. We're going to make sure you have your certificate by Christmas. Okay. Certificate and. Put the date. Yes, the 25th of not You're annoying. No, I know, right? Be careful what I wish for. Um, 15 minutes. Same time daily. Same time daily. Okay, and I'll just write permission to remember what you said. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. But your original question was, what am I doing to uh, achieve my goals, like coaching? So what actually do you want at this particular point? I mean, what is it that you want to have? I mean, we actually got through a lot of it. What you actually want to have in the next month or two, you know, working on your certificate, um, doing the follow up, working on your uh, on your collage and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. What else do you want? I want to have, I mean, I guess, three paying coaching clients by the end of the year. Okay. Good. And I, I think reasonable, let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So you have the tools to do that. Mm-hmm. So how are we utilizing those tools to accomplish this? Well, the first thing that I did, as I said, is I'm working with this marketing person. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's going to be because I really, I don't know how to market. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like just posting. Certainly for me, it hasn't worked yet. But just posting hasn't gotten any traction. Um, like I'm even giving stuff away for free and people aren't biting. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, like one, she suggests a few things that she works on is like creating like a Facebook group. Um, that's where you get a lot of um, interaction and whatnot. So I guess my, the one thing I'm doing to implement this is working with this marketing specialist. Um, 
And then I don't know what else to do. I really don't like apart from posting. Um, I mean, I can work on my website. That's something I'm always I'm in the back of my mind. Um, that's it. Okay. So going on to other podcasts is going to help. We talked about that, right? So let's right, okay. concentrate on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, um, when you do get any kind of feedback about any of your stuff, make sure you refine, you listen and refine, because eventually you're going to get that one thing that gets, that's going to take off. Mm-hmm. I really don't think the questionnaire is going to take off right off the bat. Right. It's yeah. not going to be, what you're going to do is you're going to start getting a couple of people, you're going to get some feedback, then you're going to reiterate. Then get some feedback on that one until you finally hit the one that takes off. This is not going to be something that's going to, that's going to be an overnight thing. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. So don't, sure. don't treat it like it's going to be like that. Okay. But you want to still actively look for people to coach. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you go into these groups, uh, some of the people that you might've already contacted, maybe you can say, Hey, I'm giving away a free coaching or something like that. Or, you know, yeah, you can, yeah. you're like you can, if it's somebody that you come across and say, hey, I want you to be a free coach and they say no, just tell them that's okay. But uh, if you have a friend that you think might want my services, give them the free mm-hmm. coaching instead since you don't want it. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, you might get somebody that way. There's a couple ways to do it. I would definitely research uh, that as well. What kind of things you can do to actually start bringing in some people to to coach mm-hmm. um, something in the back of your head to think about for sure because that's my that's my big problem right now like i have a lot to learn about coaching but i feel like i have to get my hands dirty i need clients to to do that like i feel like my biggest thing right now is that i haven't jumped in not actually coaching who, anyone who do you actually offer the coaching to I would say, who do I offer it to? I always think of women. Um, that's that might be limiting myself for no reason. But um, this is the other thing. I don't even know like what my spiel is, what my marketing spiel is. So there. that's yeah. what you need to do. Exactly. I mean, now you just you just you just figured it out. Yeah. You need to work. You need to work on an elevator pitch, or you need to work on uh, just a pitch in general on how to talk to people about, you know, accepting a, a coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell everybody I'm a coach, no matter what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Whenever I DM anybody or anything like that, if I get even that little twinge that they need help with a little teeny tiny bit of something, hey, I can help you. Mm-hmm. Would you like a free coaching? It's a seven hundred dollar value I'm giving away for free. Who doesn't want mm-hmm. a free seven hundred dollar value? Yeah. You know, so that's that's kind of how I do it. Okay. But and did um, it work with you? I mean, it worked with me, yeah. but <laughs> well, that's Go how ahead. I got you. That's how I got uh, another coaching client I have recently, Mikhail. Um I have another two coaching clients that I've done recently that one might actually turn into a paid client by September. Wow. Amazing. So October, November, December. What do you say? November? November. Yeah. Uh so I'm, you know, and that's how I'm doing it. And I'm getting, I'm talking to people. People are accepting. Um, Great. You just got to know where your audience is. Exactly. So. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we're going to have three coaching clients by the, by when? The 31st of December. There you go. (laughs) 
Okay, we're gonna have we're gonna have our coaching certificate by the twenty fifth of December twenty three, and we are going to be fully job free by the thirtieth of June twenty five. Hey, yeah, fun. All right, so now we have now we have solid goals that have dates, so we need to know we got to push for those dates to be met, mm-hmm. right? So I, I think that will push you along a little bit. And then I'm going to put the fire under your butt like we talked about to get a lot of these things accomplished. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like to talk about today? No, I'm just going to write down my the website thing. Okay. Want to do that. Um, okay. No, the, the, those are sort of the first things that came to my mind. Can't think of anything else right now. Okay, that's good. So um, I want to make sure that we schedule our next coaching a month, not three. Wow. The next one that comes up. It should be working now. I was having some problems with it a couple months ago, uh, but it should be working now. Let's do it Uh, right now. Okay, go ahead. While you're doing that, I want to hear three takeaways, just like we usually do. Three takeaways from our coaching uh, session today. Dates, specific dates. Oh, there was something you said that I liked and I, I can't remember, but it'll come to me. Um, yeah, that there's no question that this brain fog will go away. It's just a matter of time because it's like I believe you when you say it. <laughs> so that means a lot to me. Uh, so thank you for that. And um, yeah, and just the the repetition, the daily repetition of my goals and my vision and and all that stuff. That's I, it's stuff I know, but I I still need someone to remind me, right? Or bring it to the forefront of my brain. The the analogy I've been using lately for that is every 15 minutes, it's a snowflake. Those snowflakes build up to be a snowball, and those Ooh. snowballs build up to be the snowman. Very good. Right? So that's, like, that's my big takeaway. Yes. <laughs> I'm stealing that. Okay. So that's kind of the analogy I've been using. I don't know why, but it just seems it seems to work. So I like that. Snowball. Coined by Deborah Nude. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay all right and what's the one thing we're going to do as soon as we get off the off the call here well my next appointment within the month well in about a month's time um and sit down for 15 minutes <laughs> and work on my certification there you go i like it Thank you for listening to the coaching edition of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur, brought to you by Doing It Today Coaching. If you want to get across the start line, contact me, DJ Scoob, at doingittodaycoaching at gmail.com. Say the words, do it now, for a free two-hour discovery call to see how I can help you in your entrepreneur adventure. Art and graphics by Elaine Wilson, supported by my Patreon, Brian Briggs of Ocean Tree Creative, and Oliver Siegel of Anal. And hosted by me, DJ Scoob. (laughs) Click the show notes below for more information. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today.
As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now and seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.